0: Hey everyone, Jeff Hoagland here. you're listening to Church Plan today, the podcast for churchplanning.com. I am currently in the Philippines and I am planting a church here right on the outskirts of Manila. And just want to tell you, um, you know what? you can still plant a church post-pandemic, and it will thrive okay we're off to a good start we are starting with zero people and we're building our core team and i tell you what it all has to stem from a sense of a kingdom call and that's what it comes down to i am fortunate i have a wife who is just awesome she's kingdom minded and she really supports everything uh that i do because we do it together really but she also felt and sensed that call of God on our lives. And it was, uh, you know, just confirmed in so many different ways. And so here we are in the Philippines. We celebrated our one month in country and everything is going great. You know, she has been so awesome at making our house a home. We have a, a little apartment you know, in the U.S. We're from North Carolina in the United States and we come from um well, right outside the the Fort Bragg area. And we had a a pretty decent sized home. And, you know, here we are in the Philippines and we're living in, gosh, probably one fourth the size of of home we had in the U.S. But you know what, it's okay. We realized we weren't using (laughs) The majority of our house, anyways. And so, you know, initially when we first arrived, we were dealing with a lot of first world issues, you know, not having a fast internet. Actually, we didn't have internet at all. And then one of our local pastor friends, he supplied us with a with a little mobile hotspot, and that that sufficed. And you know, we had to wait several weeks to to get some internet installed. But again, you know, first world issues aside, everything is going well. And with that being said, I have a word for someone out there. Um, well, I'll just shoot straight with you. I am. 55 years old, just turned 55 at the end of July. And one of the questions that I I asked myself before we, we came to the Philippines, we started this new adventure, was at 55 years old, could I do it again? I've planted several churches in my lifetime, but of course I was much younger, I had a lot more energy. And so the question was, do I have another church plant inside of me? And when we were here in February or March, I was praying, I was asking God, you know, do, do I have what it takes to do it one more time? And I was down in the Southern Island of Mindanao and I met one of my pastor friends there. And he said, Pastor Jeff, would you like to come see uh, my, my newest church plant? And I said, absolutely. So he took me to the, this church and it was still in the construction stages, but they were meeting in this in this, uh, this building that wasn't completed yet. And I was just in awe of all that he was doing. And I said, pastor, how, how young are you? And he said, I'm 70. He's 70 years old, still strong, uh, still strong in the body, still sharp in the mind. And he was, he was doing it. And he has several churches and he's been empowering people. He's been raising up disciples within his own church. He's been uh, sowing into them for for months and years and then sending them out and uh, empowering them to to lead these various churches. And so um, the word I have for someone today is maybe, just maybe, it's time for you to dream again. Dream again. Dream those God-sized dreams. Maybe even there's dreams that the Lord has dropped down into you that you have forgot about. I pray that the Holy Spirit would just quicken those dreams back to your remembrance. And maybe, just maybe, it's time to dream. And not just dream, but launch out on a new adventure. Amen. I, I can i can just feel it right now that some of you guys have forgotten about some of those those dreams from when you were first starting out in ministry and maybe you've gotten comfortable in the spot that you're in well maybe this is the prompting the nudging that that you need to go forward you need to discern the season and then ask god is it time to go and then, then here, here's my little three nuggets that I want to give you for today. You know, starting from zero, it is not easy. But here's, here's what I encourage you to do. If you start off uh, again, you launch out into the church planning adventure again, here's, here's some nuggets for you. Number one is this, surround yourself with encouragers. Surround yourself with encouragers. Man, it's tough. I've said it many times here on this podcast, I've said it many times uh, when I, I teach and coach other pastors or church planters, you know, it's not easy and you're gonna need people to come alongside of you to encourage you. And we've always heard, you know, the, the notion that you become the average of the, the five people that you, you hang out with the most. I believe that to be true. And here's the thing, when you're when you're planting a church, You're going to experience a lot of warfare, spiritual warfare. Uh, People are going to come against you. And it's not just people, like unsaved people, but it's also um, folks in the area who have been in the trenches for a long time. And, and, you know, bless their heart. They've been in it for so long. You come in and you have zero people, but for some reason uh, they see you as a threat. And so... You know, i've been going out meeting pastors and and just letting them know that i am not trying to rearrange the body of christ i'm not trying to go after their people at all that is not the goal there are so many people around here that are, are far from christ you know that's who i want to uh, spend my time and energy going after and so with that being said you're going to come up against a lot of opposition And so you're going to need to surround yourself with people who love you, who love the church, who love the kingdom and want to see the kingdom advance. Those are the encouragers that you need to surround yourself with. So that was number one. Number two is this surround yourself with truth tellers, Surround yourself with truth tellers, you know, starting out, uh, some of you who are are much younger than, than myself, you will go out there and we, we have the uh, gosh. Typically, we'll start out, and we're we're so on fire, we're we're ready to go. I'm talking to the younger church planners out there, and we're ready to charge the the gates of hell with a water pistol, so to speak. And we have ourselves set up to, you know, be the savior of this area. I mean, we're going to go in there. We're really going to make a difference. And we have all these different ideas, and maybe we borrowed them from from different. Uh, church playing movements and you know you're just gung-ho but you need to do number two surround yourself with truth tellers now again these are people who love you who love the church they love the kingdom but there's someone who you trust that's going to tell you the truth you need to be able to receive from these truth tellers we need them in our lives guys why because we have blind spots and and it's really need when we're so gung-ho, we think nothing can fill. We feel like everything that we're hearing is from from God. And it might be, it might be, um, that there might be a timing issue. It could be a, a, a con- confusion, conflict. Uh, maybe you think you're hearing from the Lord, but you're hearing from your flesh. But we need truth tellers in our lives. Surround yourself, guys, with those. Uh, Number three is this. Well, let me backtrack. Surround yourself with encouragers. Surround yourself with truth-tellers. Number three is this. Surround yourself with a good team. That's where I find myself right now. I am recruiting a core team. And this is quite tough because one of of the things that I'm not trying to do (laughs) is, is pull people from other churches. And so uh, finding folks that are in a, in a transition season, finding folks that never went back to church during, um, during COVID and post-COVID, um, those are the folks that I find myself chatting with a whole lot. And so I'm looking for a team. And those of you who have read Good to Great, you know this phrase. You're finding the, the right people and putting them on the bus. But you want the right people. In the right seats on that bus and so that's what i'm looking for people who are not just willing to to fill a slot but people who are called to serve in certain key positions and i have myself a a great uh, director of discipleship who's going to be handling our small groups i mean he thrives in this this is what stirs him up this is his passion so i have him in place i i have um, some people that are gonna be coming alongside and they're gonna be scaffolding for a season. And I, I made a uh, made a deal with one of my friends, one of my pastor friends, he's part of our, our local network here. And he is sending one of his uh, key people to come and be scaffolding uh, as we set up uh, this church. And scaffolding is just there for a season. And when they have replaced themselves, then they go back to their church. And so um, they're gonna be helping me with that area of worship. And so we're still praying for a worship leader. And so I think you understand what I'm trying to say. You need to surround yourself with a good team. You need to find those people who are passionate about what they do. And they just, they just live it. It's what stirs them up. It's what wakes them up in the morning and gets them excited about their day. And so that's what I have for you guys today. Uh, those three things from st- uh, for starting with zero people, surrounding yourself with encouragers, surrounding yourself with truth tellers and surrounding yourself with a good team. Don't rush it, okay? If God's in it, he's gonna send the people all right this is jeff hoagland signing off till next time god bless you all hey everyone jeff hoagland here you're listening to church plan today the podcast for ChurchPlanning.com. i am currently in the philippines and i am planting a church here right on the outskirts of manila and just want to tell you you know what you can still plant a church post-pandemic and it will thrive okay we're off to a good start we are starting with zero people and we're building our core team and i tell you what it all has to stem from a sense of a kingdom call and that's what it comes down to i am fortunate i have a wife who is just awesome she's kingdom minded and she really supports everything uh that i do because we do it together really but she also felt and sensed that call of God on our lives and it was just confirmed in so many different ways. And so here we are in the Philippines, we celebrated our one month in country and everything is going great. She has been so awesome at making our house a home. We have a little apartment in the US, we're from North Carolina in the United States and we come from right outside the Fort Bragg area And we had a pretty decent sized home. And here we are in the Philippines and we're living in, gosh, probably one fourth the size of home we had in the U.S. But you know what? It's okay. We realized we weren't using the majority of our house anyways. And initially when we first arrived, we were dealing with a lot of first world issues, not having fast internet. Actually, we didn't have internet at all. And then one of our local pastor friends. He supplied us with a little mobile hotspot, and that sufficed, and we had to wait several weeks to get some internet installed. But again, first world issues aside, everything is going well. And with that being said, I have a word for someone out there. I'll just shoot straight with you. I am 55 years old, just turned 55 at the end of July. And one of the questions that I asked myself before we came to the Philippines, we started this new adventure, was at 55 years old, could I do it again? I've planted several churches in my lifetime, but of course I was much younger, had a lot more energy. And so the question was, do I have another church plant inside of me? And when we were here in February March, I was praying, I was asking God, do I have what it takes to do it one more time? And I was down in the Southern Island of Mindanao, and I met one of my pastor friends there. And he said, Pastor Jeff, would you like to come see my my newest church plant? And I said, absolutely. So he took me to this church and it was still in the construction stages, but they were meeting in this, in this, this building that wasn't completed yet. And I was just in awe of all that he was doing. And I said, Pastor, how young are you? And he said, I'm 70. He's 70 years old, still strong still strong in the body, still sharp in the mind. And he was doing it. And he has several churches and he's been empowering people. He's been raising up disciples within his own church. He's been uh, sewing into them for months and years and then sending them out and empowering them to to lead these various churches. The word I have for someone today is maybe, just maybe, it's time for you to dream again. Dream those God-sized dreams. Maybe even there's dreams that the Lord has dropped down into you that you have forgot about. I pray that the Holy Spirit would just quicken those dreams back to your remembrance. And maybe, just maybe, it's time dream and not just dream but launch out on a new adventure amen i can just feel it right now that some of you guys have forgotten about some of those dreams from when you were first starting out in ministry and maybe you've gotten comfortable in the spot that you're in maybe this is the prompting the nudging that you need to go forward you need to discern the season and then ask God, is it time to go? And then here's my little three nuggets that I wanna give you for today. Starting from zero, it is not easy. But here's what I encourage you to do. If you start off again, you launch out into the church planning adventure again, here's some nuggets for you. Number one is this, surround yourself with encouragers. Surround yourself with encouragers. Man, it's tough. I've said it many times here on this podcast, I've said it many times when I teach and coach other pastors or church planters, it's not easy, and you're going to need people to come alongside of you to encourage you, and we've always heard the notion that you become the average of the five people that you hang out with the most. I believe that to be true, and here's the thing, when you're planting a church, you're gonna Experience a lot of warfare spiritual warfare people are going to come against you and it's not just people like unsaved people but it's also folks in the area who have been in the trenches for a long time and bless their heart they've been in it for so long you come in and you have zero people but for some reason they see you as a threat and i've been going out meeting pastors And just letting them know that I am not trying to rearrange the body of Christ. I'm not trying to go after their people at all. That is not the goal. There are so many people around here that are far from Christ. That's who I want to spend my time and energy going after. With that being said, you're going to come up against a lot of opposition. And so you're going to need to surround yourself with people who love you who love the church, who love the kingdom and wanna see the kingdom advance, those are the encouragers that you need to surround yourself with. So that was number one. Number two is this, surround yourself with truth tellers. Surround yourself with truth tellers. Starting out, some of you who are are much younger than myself, you will go out there and typically we'll start out and we're so on fire, we're ready to go. Talking to the younger church planners out there. And we're ready to charge the gates of hell with a water pistol so to speak and we have ourselves set up to be the savior of this area we're going to go in there we're really going to make a difference and we have all these different ideas and maybe we borrowed them from different church playing movements and you know you're just gung-ho but you need to do number two surround yourself with truth tellers now Again, these are people who love you, who love the church, they love the kingdom, but there's someone who you trust that's going to tell you the truth. You need to be able to receive from these truth tellers. We need them in our lives, guys. Why? Because we have blind spots and it's really needed when we're so gung-ho, we think nothing can fail, we feel like everything that we're hearing is from God. And it might be, there might be a timing issue, it could be a confusion, conflict, maybe you think you're hearing from the Lord, but you're hearing from your flesh, but we need truth tellers in our lives. Surround yourself, guys, with those. And number three is this. Well, let me backtrack. Surround yourself with encouragers. Surround yourself with truth tellers. Number three is this. Surround yourself with a good team. That's where I find myself right now. I am recruiting a core team. And this is quite tough because one of one of the things that I'm not trying to do <laughs> is pull people from other churches. Finding folks that are in a transition season, finding folks that never went back to church during during COVID and post-COVID, those are the folks that I find myself chatting with a whole lot. And so I'm looking for a team. And those of you who have read Good to Great, this phrase, you're finding the right people and putting them on the bus. but You want the right people in the right seats on that bus. And so that's what I'm looking for. People who are not just willing to fill a slot, but people who are called to serve in certain key positions. And I have myself a great director of discipleship who's gonna be handling our small groups. He thrives in this. This is what stirs him up. This is his passion. So I have him in place. I, I have some people that are going to be coming alongside and they're going to be scaffolding for a season. And I made a, made a deal with one of my friends, one of my pastor friends. He's part of our local network here. And he is sending one of his key people to come and be scaffolding as we set up this church. And scaffolding is just there for a season. And when they have replaced themselves, then they go back to their church. And they're going to be helping me with that area of worship. And so we're still praying for a worship leader. And so I think you understand what I'm trying to say. You need to surround yourself with a good team. You need to find those people who are passionate about what they do and they just live it. That's what stirs them up. It's what wakes them up in the morning and gets them excited about their day. And so that's what I have for you guys today. Those three things from st- for starting with zero people, surrounding yourself with encouragers, surrounding yourself with truth-tellers, and surrounding yourself with a good team. Don't rush it, okay? If God's in it, he's going to send the people. All right, this is Jeff Hoagland signing off till next time. God bless you all. Thanks for listening to Church Planting 2.0, the podcast for churchplanting.com. For more information, visit us at our website, churchplanting.com.